Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Now, over the next couple of days on Stories That Shape Us, I have three interviews with three amazing men who gave up their time to come and talk to us about healthy relationships from a male perspective. I did, I did these interviews last year, but it just didn't feel like the right time to release them yet. And so we're doing that over this weekend. And it's mostly because over the last couple of weeks, I've talked about, we've done series on abuse, abuse in church, grooming, and those kind of topics. And we and I usually talk about it from a, women, a female perspective. And so these men gave up their time. And as I was reflecting on the series that we've done on the podcast, it feels like the right time now to introduce you to these men and to hear their perspective on healthy relationships and some of the reasons they believe uh, that men contribute to, for example, domestic violence and, and grooming and, and stuff like that. And for one of our guests, they will talk about what some of the things that can happen in church that can help to make it safe and for how we can train our young people to know and to understand what safe relationship looks like. Please, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening on Spotify or on Apple, we still want to hear from you. We'd love to hear your views on these interviews. Thank you for joining and enjoy. This season of the podcast, we're talking to men about healthy relationships because I feel like the conversation is just women and we're not seeing men or I'm not seeing any man or many men participating in the conversation. So I am inviting a few men, and I think it's about six have put their hands up and said me, to come and, and join the conversation with me. And we're talking about what healthy relationship looks like from a male perspective. And some of the things that they have to do to ensure that they maintain healthy for their, you know, for their wives and for their sisters and for their children. So today, one of those men that have joined me is uh, Lewis Harris. Yes. And he is going to, he is going to just tell us a little bit about yourself, Lewis, before we go into what we're talking about today. Okay. Um, yes. My name is Lewis Harris. Um, I'm married. I've um, got four children. Been been married about seven years this year. So I know little, little things about marriage, hopefully. <laughs> just a little, <laughs> just a few. Just a little, yeah. So I'm definitely so young in, in understanding. But, but um, yeah, so I was just having this conversation just to really just express and explore the men' perspective on how we see relationships, every relationships, and also bad relationships, unhealthy relationships. So hopefully we can get into that. Awesome. Thank you, Louise. So you've been married seven years this year. And we've been, yeah. we're going to be married 17 years in July, on July 17. And I, oh, so I think wow. be, between us, we can have a conversation about what it looks like. So I, I work with women who experience abuse. And as I was saying earlier, the conversations usually by women. And you and I were mm -hmm. talking before we came on. And I think this episode has to be called The Model of a Man. And so, so tell me some, you were telling me some things, Louis, about how we interpret that model and how we interpret the gospel and and how some of the things that plays a role in our interpretation of the gospel of Christ and how we act it out mm. tell me some of those things that you think is causing a, an interpretation or, um and so men are leaving leaving church leaving reading the bible with different interpretations and acting different things out in their homes yeah um so like we was 
saying um i think your cultural background have a big part to play mm-hmm. so and that's something that men and women have to, have to take that in, into consideration um because sometimes um i know um for example like a lot of um women for example who are single parents will tend to ba- baby their sons for example right and that will that's then as that and that yeah and so so always that mommy you know this, this term mommy's boy right it's, um that can be a curse because especially like i know even back down to slavery they used to yes. they used to separate the obviously the sexes and make the woman empowered but then they would try to destroy the men like the male figure and that and, and that slavery ah. so so this I think is a that, post, that's, that's post kind of slavery. On. Yeah. Right. So it's kind okay. of post slavery mentality. Not saying, but, and I think that affects relationships because even in 2022, we see um, there's a lot of, like, say, let's say, for example, strong women, you know, the term strong black women or strong women in general. Then mm. there's a lot of men who can't deal with simple problems. And, and mm. because they're a baby's boy, they used to lashing out, used to get in right. their own way because everything for them but now they're with a woman they don't know how to act because now that woman's not gonna carry them like all the mother did so i think that is a big um implication like if, whether you be christian or not it, it doesn't matter mm. because w- you can be a christian or non-christian depends how the mother um or especially when they, when there's a father missing that tends to happen often right 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 within the black community okay right so there's so much that you've just said in that one um paragraph that you just said there in the last couple of seconds because so you've touched on several things uh in terms of environment and and why certain uh, why men some men and you touched on black men in particular have a model of what healthy relationship looks like because you're saying so post post slavery issues and i and i agree i agree with that that there's some stuff that we're still dealing with post-slavery the, the generational patterns they there's a mm. book called um post-traumatic slave syndrome that has you know it's a really good one for us to read because it really does impact but you're saying something around training and i don't know if it's limited to to um single parent homes but you're saying in 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 a home where the boy is not trained in how to be a man and how to to be a healthy male then uh-huh. chances are he's going to go in a relationship not knowing what a healthy relationship how he should be in a healthy relationship is that right is that what you're saying yes that, that's right yeah that's what i'm saying and like i say because i grew up like say like in a nuclear family a mom and a dad and children mm. right mm. a traditional family and even though like, i say it wasn't the wasn't the perfect family but mm. it was a good foundation to start right. with and yeah so but when we have situations where there's like um, a single parent then that mother um mm. has to raise a son to be a man but she's a woman she's only been raised to be a woman right so so that may affect obviously that child like so obvious um, limitations yeah there's obviously limitations in that situations which which um can be negative it can be positive depends obviously once again on the environment that that they brought up in and the influence, other influences that this young man may have that mm. pour into his life positively that can create change. Um, because my husband wasn't raised with his father and he didn't mm. see him for 30 odd years. But when I, when I went to St. Kitts where he's from, he yeah. was mentored by upstanding men in the community. Okay. 
And so Thank what you. I saw when I when I went, because that was something for me that was concerning because I grew up in a two-parent home. He didn't. I knew that there was going to be obvious differences that was going to play out in our relationship. But when I went to St. Kitts to see his world, I was comforted because I saw these, these men, that these families that held him and nurtured him and mentored him. And I saw the fruits of that coming out. So, yeah. so, I'm, I'm, so yeah. So obvious limitations, a woman can't do a man's job, can't raise, we're going to need help. We're going to need help because I, I have a teenage son and I can see that there are times when I'm really glad that my husband steps in because he's doing things that I couldn't do and saying it mm. in ways that I couldn't say. Sometimes I call my brothers or, you know, different yeah. things. So how then do we account for the man who is unhealthy he doesn't know what a healthy relationship looks like, but he was broken in a two-parent home. He had his father. How do we account for that? Oh, um, well, sorry. Is that the ones doing two-parent homes, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Those and ones. he's still doing the same thing. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So I think I said that once again, like this is where once again culture comes into play. And right. like, he's, like you've mentioned earlier that a lot of, like even Christians, or you know, taking advantage upon also the women, um, their wave, etc. So even within um obviously two parents home, like you say, there's environmental factors like um some like because men a lot of men don't talk and especially mm. like black men don't talk. So we don't know childhood obviously from childhood the trauma that 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 they've been through. Mm. That can sometimes that stays with you and that will and then it that does. kind of reveals itself in a relationship. So, and so sometimes um, those men, because they don't deal with underlying problems that they deal with, like whether they have, um, some people think they can suppress things, but then think about it, like even like me being a Christian before I got married, I still had my bad habits, etc. But mm -hmm. it didn't affect anyone because guess what, I'm by myself. Right. But if I didn't, but if I didn't deal with those habits and deal, mm. with, deal with where I was before I got into a relationship, mm. then guess what, even though I'm a Christian, I'm still unfit to be in a mm. relationship well because i'm a christian i think i can almost justify myself that i should be in a relationship because mm. god is with me right the term mm -hmm. right so but then god was saying that we need to what we need to confess right confess our sins right we need to turn away from them yeah so we need to um do so before these men get into relationships they should they should assess themselves and see mm. that what am like what are my weaknesses how will with my my family background like the way I speak, the way I talk, like the way I behave in general, affect mm -hmm. a spouse or someone that mm. I interact with. And when you don't mm. ask yourself these questions, you go into a relationship with this false hope that that person just gonna adapt to you. And when they don't adapt to you, that's when sometimes you we see, guess what? Advantage taken out. So because like say example, so if the woman is not as versatile of the, of the man inside the Bible, you you tend to have this um unbalance of as as in that the guy can become the Bible for that woman. Mm, and I've, mm, seen, I've mm. seen that. I've personally seen that. I've seen that women, literally the, the husbands, are their Bible. So yeah, it's more, true. so rather does say the Lord, it does say the husband. So That's true. Even, That's true. And, and oftentimes, those type of men don't like other men, especially, especially other women, influencing mm. their wives. Because mm. you see, there's a threat. So now these barriers comes around like, that. now my family, guess what? It's a sacred circle. Don't allow <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that, that term that could term. Now become negative, right? Mm. That sacred circle term, because now you, because so then she will believe, yeah, I must, I have to submit, I have to, you know, right? I must, I must because he's a priest of the home. 
But then right. if that priest is corrupted, then the then entire family trouble. corrupted. We have problems. You have trouble because yeah, yeah, carry on, yeah. So that's why I'm I so see. glad you touched. I'm so glad you touch on those things because they're really important. Because as we work with Christian women, we hear those things all the time. You know, sacred circle. Don't bring anybody in. You mustn't tell anybody anything. You must be the burying ground. All of those kind of stuff I, I we hear all the time. And what it does, as you said, is kind of close women off and men off. And the manipulation and control and abuse can happen mm. and almost spiritualize because I am the priest. I am the head. And so what I tell you is what's going to happen. And, and as you said, sometimes the women don't even refer to the Bible because they trust their husband so much. Mm. that they refer to they refer to what they say and i hear you say something that's really important that he sees other people as a threat and that's mm. a person who is not safe in themselves they're not secure yeah. in themselves mm -hmm. that will that will see other men as a, other people who can be good counselors or mentors for their family as a threat but yeah. you um you said something lois that that, that everybody that i've interviewed so far has said and you guys don't know each other so uh, mm. this is a theme that I really want okay. the listeners to hear especially the men yeah. and it's heal that's what I hear heal you said assessment mm. assess yourself you said you said even though I was a Christian there were habits that I developed that made me unfit to be in a relationship yeah that takes a level of self-awareness that you don't just get if you're not willing to sit with yourself listen to the holy spirit listen to uh -huh. people who are wiser than you and and show you yourself so that you can work on those things that make you that you see that are problematic yeah so i think that's really good how did you know that those things would have made you unfit to be in a relationship um that's the thing is like um for me because because I've been relationship in the past, like so I guess experience and also right. coming to okay. also knowledge of truth as well. And you're realizing that you see God's love for mankind. Mm. And then when I look at Christ, so because because he's like a mirror to mm. how we are. So we see yeah. ourselves, right? And we see that we're nothing like him. So now the question I have to ask myself, like, you have to be honest, like, like look at your past history, look at your background, look at your family, like. Like you, like, can you really bring that into a relationship and it'd be mm. a healthy relationship? Because if you're past, you know, the stuff that you, like you have attitude, like whatever mm. it is, th those things are affected you negatively without God, like without even God there. So obviously think about it. So when you come into Christ now, you meant to become a new creature. Mm. New, like, yes. You know that there's habits that you need to put away. There's things that you need to stop doing. And these things wouldn't be healthy in a relationship if you're trying to have a successful, obviously balanced relationship. So, and like I said, you have to come to terms realizing that you are, there's changes that need to be done, whatever, whatever they are, that they need to be done. They need to and be so done. And so for me, it's really like, just reflecting myself on Christ and realizing that, yeah, I'm nothing like him. And I'm, mm. and he's a perfect pattern, right? Yes, and if is. God is love and you want to get into a relationship that you love another person, then yes. it would be wise to look and see, look and live as the Bible say, right? Look so, and live. Live, <laughs> that, yeah. this is this is amazing because there's so many things that you're modeling from him that made you into a healthy person that you are saying he is the mirror and we cannot look in that mirror and not see things that needs changing it's it's mm -hmm. not possible you know there's a quote that i absolutely love that says the closer we get to christ the more we realize our sinfulness and yeah. so you you looked in that mirror you saw your past history you compared it with what 
with who he is and what he says and what you saw was that you fell short and there were things that you mm -hmm. needed to fix and you went about fixing it so that took courage mm. That's a cool realization of like that you that you're not as great as you think you are. Yeah. And <laughs> you're not as great as and, you think and the you thing, are. Yeah, exactly. And obviously for me, I'm like, oh, any day, like these are God's children. When you realize that the price that God paid for a soul. So every woman, for example, is his precious daughter. Oh right? yeah. And then one day you're going to have daughters. So then mm -hmm. what so you want your daughter to see an example of what she should expect from a man. Mm. So imagine now if you batter your wife and talk mm. down to your wife all the time and respect her, then the child gonna say, Okay, so that's a low standard. That's the and remember that the Bible said that's the model. So remember the Bible said to the third and fourth generation that mm -hmm. Nikki will follow. So think about it, generation after generation. Sometimes we have this bad model and parents, especially men, yeah. right, because men are dominant naturally, right? Yeah. Guess what? They think it's okay. Yes. And they get away with it easier because they think yes. it's okay. Yes. Right. I can be. I can preach. I just say it's the Lord, but I don't. I don't. But I don't need to, example, model myself after the pattern man like that. Just in relationship. So they might not say they'll do that, but indirectly, they'll do that. Like once again, like if you ask the wife, the wife will reveal the truth. Because yeah. <laughs> like anyone can preach, but it takes courage to to live to walk. Yeah. Absolutely. It does. It does take. It takes courage. It takes humility. Yeah. To be able to. To, to preach it, to know it, and to live it. And to, to not only live it, but when, you're, when you know it, when you learn about it, and you see that you don't measure up to it, it takes courage to go to, to God for help to be able to measure mm -hmm. up. And you said, the things that it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, the things that it sounds like influence you is that you're thinking, this woman that I marry is a child of God and he loves her. The children that mm -hmm. I'm going to have will see a model of that and that's mm. not what i want them to see is this this is i want them to model christ and i have to model him so that yeah that's what they'll see and that's what they'll take away yeah exactly and also let us add to that and if we look at if those guys are looking at christ truly and and think about it christ he never forces the will he never no. pushes on to a corner to feel uncomfortable mm. so like so even like so as a man for example as a woman who it is like that you should see your spouse you see yourself as ambassador of christ see yourself that like would it be right for me to you know to to dominate my spouse in a way that they almost like they're losing their individuality mm. and now my will is their will which mm. which and that's to know that you're crossing the boundaries right absolutely think yeah. about it and when people cross your will you you think that you almost put yourself in a place of god you and then put judgment upon your own spouse which so uh, something and, that yourself. Be for it. and mm. yourself yes because even if you feel like your spouse is not not there like not there yet let's say right spiritually is mm -hmm. for you then to what be when Christ, I'm the good shepherd, right? Mm -hmm. and the shepherd, mm -hmm. what you give us life with the sheep, mm -hmm. right? So, that question, obviously, like men that obviously, like, on the, and that's why for women, for example, right? You have to empower yourself in the word and understand the word, but obviously, mm -hmm. not just understand the word, right? But know your identity in Christ, yes. who you are, yes, right? That that you are a child of, of the king, like, so, 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 so that man should be um, encouraging you to be better to be encouraging you to be individual in christ not mm. to blend your will with his will but oftentimes no. with abusers guess what they were the dominant to the point that the women lose almost don't know who they are anymore not, and not almost. because the burden of themselves. life 
yeah, your bread of life, children, etc. Then have no time to spend time with Jesus. Mm. So now that, that's where now the says husband comes into play. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so which so, is not right, though. It's not right. No, it isn't. It isn't at all. And I mean, you know, going back to the point about them being women, being children of God, and he loves them. Yeah, and he loves men too, but he, he loves us both so much that he doesn't want us to hurt each other. And yeah. and so what, what you're saying is as a woman's burden with the cares of life, you're raising the children, you're probably working while you're helping to raise mm-hmm. while you're raising the children, you're helping to contribute to the, the home and the household finance. And plus, at, on top of that, you have the burden of somebody who's manipulative and controlling and yeah. puts you down and sometimes hits, you know, um, so that the abuse is not only psychological, it's sometimes physical. I mean, physical, um, yeah and financial and sexual and and you know there are women who are going through really tough times so what i want to say if you're listening to this and you're male and you're struggling get help Mm. get get help if if you see yourself mirrored in this conversation on the other side get help that's why we're doing it that's why we're doing the series and if you're a woman living with in a home where there's abuse i'll say get help too sometimes lowest christian women are afraid to get help they take long to get help christian women take Mm. longer to get help than other women right Mm. and oftentimes they go to the church first and unfortunately when they go to the church they usually get religious abuse on top of what is happening at home because they're sent home to submit more to do more to be more and and they don't know that sometimes what we what they don't know in church is that by the time a woman disclose abuse she's it's been going on for many years very yeah, rarely yeah. will yeah. a woman disclose after year one sometimes it's like t- year ten or five mm. it's a long time it's going on for a long yeah. time so you know it's it's really important that if you're if this is your if this is a situation that you're in that you mm. get support the the domestic abuse helpline. The local domestic abuse helpline talk to your pastor if he has knowledge of abuse i have to add that because sometimes they mm. don't sometimes leadership don't have a knowledge of abuse and so the woman is sent home to submit more to be more to do more yeah uh, and maybe one of these i'm going to talk about how to spot the signs of abuse because well i have some some things yeah. and i'm going to put it below this video because sometimes People don't know, so they go, let me hear if you're wrong too. Let me see if how I can apportion blame and everybody gets wh- what's theirs. But if you understand abuse and understand the cycle of abuse, you don't have to do that because you can hear it. You can hear, you'll oh, hear okay. it. You'll be able to hear it. Oh, you'll be okay. able to hear it and go, oh, right. So yeah. that's abuse and that's abuse and that's abuse and that's abuse. Just from yeah, the conversation. But, but I guess at the same time, remember, um, like what Christ said with the Pharisees, they're, they're actors, right? Yeah. So a lot of times, like you know, they can pick a big argument at home, then come come church, and everyone's smiling. Oh yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. Women oh, as yeah. well. So, so sometimes, so so I think, um, yeah, definitely educating people on, on seeing the signs of abuse is mm. a good mm. start. Then you can, you know, have, have that conversation. Yeah. Even I uh, befriend a person, they may you know reveal things that could be life saving. So could absolutely and and you say it life-saving life-saving because two women every week die right um mm. and god forbid we don't know any but there, there's two women two 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 homes where children are going to be without their moms right yeah 
So it could definitely be life-saving. And I think, you know, Louis, not enough people are holding men accountable. And I think they do men an injustice when they don't do that. When you know that when a woman disclose abuse and as opposed to holding the man accountable and support him in getting support and mm. help and change, what often happens is that we encourage the woman to forgive. Okay. Like, just mm. forgive. And it's, it's, she probably has been forgiven for decades. It, yeah. it, forgiveness is not the issue here. Change is the issue. Like some of the things that you yeah. mentioned is the issue. Like, brother, are you looking in the mirror, which is Christ? Are you seeing yourself? Are you fixing the things mm. you see? Are you humble enough to, for Christ to show you yourself so that you can go get the help that you need to change the things about yeah. you that are not up to standard, up to his standard, so that you can know how to love his daughter? Mm. Sometimes, sometimes those are the issue, you know, yeah. and, and people, and I think men, and that's why I'm talking to men, have to be courageous enough to say, I saw that, that's not right, you need to mm. stop, you need to get help. I'm going to check in on you to make sure you're getting help. I'm going to make sure you're not hurting your family. I'm going to make sure of these things, you know? Yeah, it's really sad because um, I've seen, there's a video actually that was going around, um, this guy in America. He killed his baby mother on the parking, literally on the parking um, lot. She's yeah. her was on the floor right there. Police came, you're saying, I need help, I need help, I need help. I'm not, I was like, He's saying that he's shouting, I've got my son, I'm not going to hurt him, but I need help. I think he killed himself literally hours later, which is yeah. sad because he's yeah. not crying out for help. He's not killing his own, his own son's mother. And then he's there. So, so now this child lost both parents both because parents. of someone not realizing that they need help in time or other people not realizing that. So yeah. I think even like for the men, like the women that's with those men, they need to, if their husband needs help or their partners, whoever it is, they need to do the right thing as well before it's too late. Because those men could be suicidal as well. You know what? Time, I want, by the time he gets to the there. place, by the time he gets to the place where he kills her, he's been abusing her for many years, right? Mm. And I, I certainly can understand. And that's why I encourage people to get help, get help, get help, get help. Because um, it's, it's when, when you're in an abusive relationship, you can't... You, Oftentimes, you're not even able to think about the children. Your sole focus is pleasing and doing and changing so that this, mm. this abuser can stop. So you're not seeing that, the, you're not seeing that, oh, maybe they have a mental health problem or because the, the relationship is so imbalanced, the power yeah. is so unequal that she might not be able to tell him that he needs help, right? Oh, okay. Because he, he, won't, he won't take it from her. He won't hear it from her. He is probably convincing her that she needs help, that she has problems. Because oftentimes some of the things that men use is like you're bipolar, you have mental health. And so she okay. probably thinks she has it after years of hearing that, you know? Oh, yeah, so yeah. The, the relationship is not an equal one where you can have a conversation and say, babes, I think you need help and you need to. It's not like that. She can't. She can't, yeah. especially oh, if it's physically okay. abused. She, she can't tell him. He, he will, mm. he, that will trigger more beating or more, yeah. more, more insults or, you know, whatever else he does. So that's why I think it takes the community. All of us need to, all of us need to have our eyes open. It takes the community oh, okay. to be able to spot it, to be able to see it. So when she comes to church and she talks about it, yeah. we need to take it seriously. And not send her home to be abused more by saying, let me pray for you. How, what did you do? Maybe you shouldn't have done that. You know, he said yeah. you put the cupboard wrong. Maybe you should pack it right. Maybe you should, no, you know, yeah. we need, yeah, we, need yeah. to, we need to get, get on it, get on it. Cause we might be saving two lives. 
when we yeah, yeah. when we when we separate the man and talk to him and and help him and hold him accountable because mm. oftentimes and we have to be so careful how we do that so that's another podcast altogether because oftentimes how we do it could put the woman at more risk so we have to be really yeah. careful how we so how there's we no so is there no like um policies or strategies in the church to deal with the breeze uh, there, there are policies anything? there are policies um yeah. i have not looked at the policies in, for many years i just know that many people don't know it okay. and because many people don't know it so on the ground when a woman come and talk to you maybe as an elder or talk to you know um somebody else at church they don't know the policies the ordinary people don't know the policies what, what you'll hear in our church the adventist church is there's a safeguarding lead there's a safeguarding person go to that person sometimes they oh. don't know the policies so okay. I, I think it's I, I think we all have a responsibility to look to listen to be prepared to support yeah i think i think that's what we're okay. doing yeah but it's you yeah. know it's it's an issue i think salvation is at stake for both for people when it is don't... yeah because in Christ you meant to have liberty yeah and you said instead you having what you having sub subjection right so that person yeah. obviously that person is not being moved by the spirit of Christ indeed so absolutely so, so woman you have to I like um I've I'm not sure if you ever heard um Esme Branner's um mm. testimony mm-hmm. powerful testimony right powerful mm. yeah so powerful like, I couldn't be like I got a lot of respect for her and how she handled the situation yeah and her was terrible hers was terrible mm, like threatening mm-hmm. as well so mm-hmm. i would definitely encourage women to listen to her testimony mm. get a book you know get some courage mm. and there's also a book called daughters of god that i encourage yes. every woman to read and and these because i think a lot of time because some women don't realize they you know who they are who christ mm. is and what they can stand for what they can't and what they they don't need to put up with Mm-hmm. Just because you're a Christian, you're not a walkover. And that's what I tell no. people, like, just because I'm a Christian, I'm not a walkover, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, my no means no, my yes means yes. Be ba- you can have, it's that, okay to have boundaries. Yeah, in other words, right? If you're not okay with that, then action will show that I, I mean what I'm saying. Like, yeah. as a woman, if these men, like, for them, I will say, for example, encourage like, even my own wife, like, if I ever put your hand, mind you, first time, it's, it's first time isn't, that is enough. That's it, enough. It to be a second time. No. Right? The first time is enough. <laughs> yeah. It's gone far. It's gone way too far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First time is yeah. enough. So therefore, like, that's where you need to know, like, someone needs to pack the bags and just leave, separate. That's it. You need, need to cool down. Yeah. That's it. Separa- that's separation it. is so important. Because then that, then you send a message to a guy that I will not tolerate this behavior. So as long as you step yeah. in like that, you, like, we, we separate. Until that kingdom saving. come. It could It'll be, be life saving. Yeah, so life-saving. that's one thing. Especially you have daughters, you have um, like let them know, know, like know who they are. Because obviously, mm. like we have this um idea, or which are is is of course respectful that obviously, like like God created Adam and Eve, right? Mm. And God took the rib to create the woman, right? And mm. why is that? And even that spirit prophecy tells you what it is for man to protect his wife, mm. right? Mm. And for women to nurture the best qualities out of the man. Mm. So you see that it's a give and take relationship. So mm. if that man is not protecting you, then you 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 don't need to be under his wing. In other mm. words, you need to separate from him. If so he's if hurting he's you any type of yeah, even if it's psychological, you don't need to you don't put his hands in you. 
no. right there's so you need to separate yourself from that situation separate yourself because it will cause that tension is too much it's that too much it's too much like, I, I come in agreement with that because abuse doesn't have to be physical for it to be harmful yeah, because exactly. um psychological emotional abuse because uh, there's so many women who are having chronic pain fatigue mm. fibromyalgia lupus yeah. and other kind of autoimmune illnesses because of that suppressing yeah. of of pain so either way it's deadly either way so it could be like it is it is and the thing is yeah, that what we don't understand like and stuff from your childhood really, really can affect you right yes there's many things like in the childhood like even seeing parents arguing right mm. like even in adults like child can have a child can have recurring nightmares about that mm. right mm-hmm. and that so like and that can affect the child's personality from mm-hmm. because just realizing that the, the, the trauma in at home imagine seeing mom and dad batter each other of always shouting you know screaming at each other like that's not healthy what that no. that psychology damaging the child not not yes, just indeed. each other think about the entire environment what you that way you created and your sons can think that or your daughters can think they can talk to people like that mm. that's how you deal with problems that's how we mm. deal with each other we fight it out and see mm. who wins that is mm. not the way. So I know personally, I say like from my own household, like even like, like, like I was a very sensitive child. So mm. when my mom and dad argued, I was very mm-hmm. quiet, but I was very sensitive, right? Mm. Literally, I, I literally, it's only probably about the last three years now, I've stopped having nightmares of them arguing. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. And they never knew that. Or mm. when I told them that, like, you guys argument literally like every night, John and honestly, I'll literally, I'll wake up like, I will see, it's like, but the arguments as a child is, is like in my dreams they're so loud of it's like, like, it's like they, they literally kill each other oh. then I wake up that's how it ends obviously that's right. not reality but no. that's how my mind took it in right, that way as a child that that's how you that's dying. how you yeah, and even as an adult getting these recurring dreams from childhood wow. Wow. arguments in childhood so it affects you for years to come and that's what and people don't realise that so that's if a deep. man he's been abused or been in some mm. abusive relationship when he's a child mm. he may perpetuate that into his marriage mm-hmm, into his relationship mm-hmm. and Absolutely. just how mine followed me into my marriage as in yeah. like the nightmares so imagine yeah. if now i was imagine if my mom was abused and i took that on or my mm. dad for example mm. So, mm. so it's it's very important to deal with this like i said deal with these pro- these childhood problems deal with the environmental it is environmental issues but as a woman when the abuse starts you should not entertain it. The Bible says, "You remember what said: Do not entertain temptation. You flee from temptation. Flee now, Leave. yeah. So, but what they're doing? They're tempting the man to be more abusive by staying there. You, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't right? ever. I can't ever. I know it doesn't fix it, but every woman, there's so much shame attached to leaving, right? So yeah, no, I think it's a Christian you, thing. Okay. You want to stay and fix it. You want to you want to stay yeah. and adjust. And maybe if I do this, and maybe if I do this, and and the the community ostracized them, you know. So yeah. I I know women who have left, who had position in church, who was forced to resign their position because other women at church, other people at church felt they weren't fit to lead anymore because they left their husbands because they because of abuse. So there's it's so okay. complex. There's so many things around it but I think what I want women to take away from this is it's okay to leave and let him sort himself out you can't yeah. fix him you it's cannot yeah. don't you try cannot to fix him. him yeah you yeah. can't fix so, him 
No, you can't because obviously you have to fix yourself first. Yeah, you can't. But that's the thing, like, because the fact you allow someone to abuse you like this, you need to fit, you need to get the courage and know who you are and fix yourself. So, and like I say, you want to see fruits of repentance from the guy as well. You need fruits to of make, repentance. There's, need, there's that as well. Fruits worthy of repentance because they might come crying. They might buy flowers oh, yeah. and chocolate. Fake. They might make pasta come <laughs> or the elder come. Yeah. But unless you see fruits worthy of repentance, mm. flee. Um, yeah. and, and stay away and, and also you know there's so again there's so many reasons because there's finances there are the children there's so many mm. things and that's why we have to work with women in such a gentle sensitive way yeah to help them understand their position and, and help them build a courage that they don't yet have mm. because again by the time you know by the time you and I know about the abuse it's been going on for years yeah so any courage that she has is battered and insulted out of her Mm, yeah and so it's that's that's one of the plans isn't it yeah yeah of course so it's our listening it's our sensitivity it's our care that's going to help her to build that courage again to find that courage again sometimes she has Mm. to borrow some of ours to do what she needs to do in leaving but we we we, we do that but uh, but i think what i want us to take away what i want the men to take away from this lois is get help get help yeah yeah, I think the men yeah. If you're modeling Christ, you're never gonna insult your wife if you're modeling Christ. You're not exactly. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hit her if you're modeling Christ. You wouldn't control her if you're modeling Christ. You wouldn't withhold money from her if you're modeling Christ. You wouldn't but that's, treat but the things are like, even if you if those things even if that urge can come upon you, then that that alone is a warning side for the guy. Like if for example, if my wife did something to irritate me and I feel like, oh, I could just smack her right. If, if that's the force already in your you need that like get you need to sort that out right away because get guess help. what Thoughts even if it's action. a thought yeah exactly because mm. sometimes abuse might start like 20 25 years into the marriage mm. Mm. <laughs> so not necessarily true. like right away true. not necessarily true. right away true. so true so it's something to consider i like that even if it's a thought fix the thought go fix get thought. help yes. fix the thought yeah. it's not her yeah. fault nobody can make you angry when i say this to people when i'm working with them they go what really i'm like but if you could make him hungry you could make him sad you could make him happy but you can't exactly yeah so if you could make him hit you or insult you or control you then you could make him not do it so mm-hmm. how come you have power to do one but you don't have power to do the other yeah exactly. it's 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 something in them and so that's connected with even if it's a thought like i could smack her Ooh, where did that come from yeah, why exactly. did i cherish that yeah, thought exactly. how come i exactly. allow that thought through i need to go fix that thought because something yeah is wrong but that's and that's what i'm saying that's true because like like even like like me as a child for example like i used to have a lot of like violent thoughts myself right like mm. if, I, if I, sometimes I look at someone just like the way they look, I just want to smack them, <laughs> right? And so whereas I can't, but that mindset can't go into marriage. Do you understand? No. That's no. a violent mindset. I had a violent mindset, so was, so I realized, and these are one of the things I have to fix. When I say no, these things I realized I can't go into a marriage, even though I'm a mm. Christian. Guess what? Someone's irritating ready. me. My behavior was right, but guess what? The mind was so violent, mm. and that's why I realized that there's no way I can yeah and the thing is that like um and sometimes i say women obviously women themselves need to be careful like some women they do something they think that they can just like lash out on the guy as well like just go out and go go nobody's allowed to lash out nobody's allowed that's what i'm saying and then the guy reacts not realizing that he's 
it's like it's, it becomes like a boiling pot. So, mm. so I said, I, 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 so I had that issue with like, I'll say bad thoughts, like that mm. violent thoughts. And then I realized that's something that needs to be controlled by the spirit of Christ, it needs to go. Mm. Also, I'll think now, think about if that person you're living with irritate you for the next 10 days. How will you deal with that? And you so, have something all your children you already, exactly. You need just, to, that little monster that, that thing is growing. It's growing. almost like it's like a disease is growing, so you need to get rid of it. And it bears yeah, fruit. the cause. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, this is good, Lewis. Thank you so much for coming and 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 talking and sharing with us um, no about problem. you know the things to face, the things to. And again, I, I find it so interesting that everybody that I've spoken to so far is saying the same thing, and you all don't know each other, didn't plan it, and so I know yeah. it's a theme that God wants men to hear about: deal with your stuff. And yeah. so, and, and one of the things you highlight that nobody has highlighted yet, and maybe uh, in subsequent episodes that might come out naturally, is model Christ. You know, you, mm. you touched on the shepherd, and I thought that was so beautiful, because he nurtures, he guides, he leads, he's, he's exactly. caring, he is, he is soft and gentle and compassionate. Everything a husband, the, a husband needs to be. Everything about a husband it. needs. And he's a, he's a protector. He's a protector. There right, he's a protector and i like what like what jeremiah davis said right he's like he says about women right women are the most precious thing that god created on this mm. earth right right so and when something is precious you want to protect it, you want to cover it you That's know people it. that love their cars guess what they wash their car is always clean they they make sure that 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 the sun is not on the car too much because it, it could damage the paint and all these things mm. right like mm. as with, with your women and your daughters right you do the utmost to protect them, to give them, mm. to put in an environment that they can grow as nice flowers in the garden. You get what I'm trying to say. You, you tend to your garden and that's trying to say, but, and so you don't allow weeds to grow in your garden. You, mm. you try to take care of the garden. So mm-hmm. yeah. So the good shepherd is definitely, it's a model for men. Mm. Like you see Christ, a good shepherd. Mm. Model him, model him. Thank you, Lewis. We're, we're, we're going to have to have to have you to come again. I think this no, is really good. good. I think it's no a really problem. rich conversation that men and I and I hope the brothers that are listening. I always say if you're listening and you're feeling irritated and upset, that means there's something that needs to be fixed. Investigate exactly. the irritation. In this, that exactly. means it touch it's touching on something, you know. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah. So in in Jamaica we say we touch your corn. So <laughs> invest, <laughs> investigate yeah. that. Get yeah. help. If you're a woman listening to this and you hear your relationship modeling this, get help too you can reach out to us and we'll direct you to the, the right support that is in your area if we can't help you but get help please if you're a leader in a church listening to this below this video and the show notes for the podcast i'm going to put some resource that i have that mm. is helping you to identify the signs of abuse so you never have to send another woman home to be mm. better or to submit some more when she disclose abuse you never want to um, moderate a marriage where there's abuse because you will hear the signs of abuse and you'll know what needs to be done in order to keep the people in, in that space safe right so thank you so much for listening please like and subscribe to our youtube channel and share this podcast with those you know who will benefit thank you again lewis for coming no thank you for listening to stories that shape us with joanna daniel To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at wounds
www.thepeopleshow.com.